Yeah, all right. Shut up and sit down. You're gonna have a good Christmas, all right? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. <laughs> Christmas is a big red bicycle. Give me one with a great big seat and fenders and a bell. You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hapler, and Jake Von Turing. Merry, happy Christmas holidays to all, and to all a good bike ride. Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Fondering. I'm here with Lance Friggin' Hepler. Lance Friggin' Hepler. Hello. What's up, Friggin'? Welcome to my Friggin' show. Friggin' Friggity Friggin'. It's not my show. It's our Mother show. Mother Frigger. I'm just Friggin' it out. We've been, we've been yelling at each other frigger. for the last, like, three minutes there. That's going to be on the Dark Hours <laughs> podcast here next, <laughs> next week. <laughs> to his left, Mr. Evan Price. I'm the only... Uh, Jake's got... What is that? Water. 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 Yeah. Lance's. No... What's in the car? I have nothing. There's a... There's a monster in the car, right? There's a there's a Coke Zero on ice in the car, in the van. On ice? Yeah, because I went... Why? Because I went to Mod Pizza it's on my way here. It's 27 degrees outside. And, well, <laughs> you know, I like a cold drink. I don't like... I, That's you, a frozen you drink. drink this hot coffee? It's crap. Yeah, because it's 27 degrees outside. No, that makes way more like, sense. It's like 45 degrees That is outside. true. Actually, right now, it's not too bad. Yesterday, it was very cold. <laughs> You don't want some hot decaf coffee? I can go that make you. sounds just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no no point in decaf coffee. Come on. <laughs> no Matt today. No Matt today. We had planned on having Matt with mm-hmm. us, but so we uh, don't care how the people of the internet are doing. So we don't care about you. We don't care. <laughs> family stuff. He got busy with family yeah. stuff. It didn't work out. So yeah, you never know. We that's what happens. May or may not hear from him. May <laughs> we have a Probably mic not. ready for him? Yeah. Or any other unlikely suspect that might yeah. walk through the door? Am I going to stand up on a podcast? People should just. Pac-Man just jump on there on that mic, just constantly bumping it with his nose. <laughs> right on. Hey, let's backpedal. Let's get that part out of the way. Evan, go. Who? Uh, I was in Seattle this last weekend just to see my little brother for our own little sibling Christmas. Oh, cool. And while I was up there, like I mentioned last week, I was on a pacer test that's on the YouTubes now that anybody over the age of probably 25 will never see because it is a running channel mostly followed by high schoolers. But oh. <laughs> you did a pacer test, all right? I did, and I won a $50 gift certificate. Yep. Were you wow. the overall yeah. champion? I was the overall champion out of like 10 people because it was snowing, so many of the kids did not show up. So <laughs> it, what, was the contest... Could you run a specific pace and stay on it? No, Who no, no. Who stayed so, on the closest? So the pacer test, you're going to remember the pacer test once I describe this, but you probably didn't know that it's called the pacer test. So do you remember the presidential fitness test? Yes. Back when that was a thing? Sure. I'm sure it's still a thing to some extent. But do you remember when in the gymnasium they'd have two lines and there was that beep test where it was like you had to run across, beep, oh, go, yeah. beep, go? That's That's the pacer test. And it's... Nationally uh, given test for a general aerobic physical fitness test for how fast you can do it yeah, for for how many reps you can how get many through. reps there's you can, a strategy to pacing uh, it because if you it. just go you know barn doors like fawn fire to start you're going to be in real you're, trouble you're by the end guess. of that thing so <laughs> it was hilarious it was how many did you it. get a hundred and ten I think yeah and it was 
by the end, we were like, all right, we could keep on going, but this is Spencer, the guy who is the pro runner who runs the channel called The Athlete Special, which yeah. is what this was on. Spencer was in a Santa suit, and his belt was coming undone. <laughs> and at this point, I was almost ready to shove him over and just be like, I'm, I'm not going to lose to Santa suit here, and <laughs> barely barely clipped it out against him. Ari gave up like 10 reps before, probably uh -huh. just because his ankles were sore or something, but yeah. How did you feel the next day? Because my don't ankles do, were sore. I was gonna say you don't everything do else felt fine. My ankles were stuff. very yeah. sore. Yeah, I was in like for obvious reasons. I was like, wow. "Yep, I haven't done 110 pivots in since I quit soccer." So <laughs> my my knee would have just exploded. Oh, it's, I mean, like <laughs> during this test, <laughs> me to like three and me, like me, what? I me, can't walk anymore. Me and Ari was doing a figure eight at one point to try. He was like, "I can't cut." He's I like, I, "He's like, I didn't even play soccer. I was younger. I can't do this. I can't <laughs> play it anymore." <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, fun. That's so, funny. That was my backpedal. Sweet. Lance. Dr. Lance. Did you like to backpedal for us? That's a backpedal. There you go. We haven't heard from Lance Romance in a while. What's Lance Romance? Let me share you the silky smooth week of Dr. Lance Heffler. Backpedal for us, Lance. Actually, I did almost 12 hours last week. So you did. I was yeah. jealous of that. I, I, actually, I, I get notifications on Strava when you finish it. And you probably do the same thing. I'm like, son of a biscuit eater i'm gonna be there, chasing him pretty soon and it's gonna hurt but there was a day that i got a notification and then it disappeared so you like you like made a ride either private or you dumped it and redid it that day but whatever you know did you private your do, rides? do whatever you want to do yeah you can you, you can private your rides yeah but that should be that should be against the rules on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> no most, any, any dumb mad. thing that ends up on strava should should just stay there right? <laughs> i started a structured ride i just wanted to do a zone two ride um it actually was yesterday and when i went to go press start i, I noticed that the the wattage setting was way too low and it wasn't oh it's too I, late yeah and, and i didn't want to fuss around with trying to figure out how to adjust it before starting so i just deleted it i think i start over. i think i went all of maybe 100 feet and just deleted it and start <laughs> over and went again oh so. gotcha yeah that okay. makes sense i think i've done that before too uh but yeah, I rode um, almost every day, so it's uh, it it was a better week for me. So I'm I'm enjoying it. I even rode outside a couple times. Once was... Thursday was a beautiful day. Did you end up outside on Thursday? I think I think Thursday I did go outside. Yeah, it, it was, was like it. forty. I mean, it was chilly, but it, it was sunny. Yeah, and it was just to be a. It was just an endurance day for me. Like try to keep it under 150 watts, we which I can almost I can't thing. do on outside. Yeah. Yeah. but um, yeah, I had a good time. We did have a team ride, a team gravel ride again out in the uh, the Banks area on the um, west side of Portland over past Hillsboro. I was going to ask where that was. Yeah. Okay. And um, that was a fantastic ride. There were seven or eight of us that showed up. It was <laughs> it was only like 38 miles and 4,500 feet of climbing. So it, oh, was, wow. it was a lot of uphill, which meant- gravel climbs too. Yeah, yeah. which meant- Everybody was waiting for me all day <laughs> because I am not fast at the moment. So like Hatfield and yeah, guys Hatfield, like that. Ed Dudlick, uh, Paul yeah, First, I know Ed was there, yeah. John Wan Su. Um, that's unfortunately a lot of good strong gravel yeah, cyclists out there. It, so. it was, it was a Jamie Gowen showed up. Uh, yeah, we had a bunch of guys that came and it was a lot of fun. It was freezing cold. It was kind of amazing that as many people showed up. I mean. I think starting temperature was like 24 degrees. Yeah. So Ooh, we were icy. all bundled up. Actually, and there gravel's was, the best option on a day like that. The roads were probably icy. Yeah, they were icy. And then when you would hit level spots and where there was water, there were iced up, you know, pebbles and stuff like that. So, But the the route that we had picked, um, the road got destroyed at some point because 
you, you go through some some um, some forest areas that have like logging operations, and every once in a while, a logging operation will come through and clear cut a section in the Coast Hill Range of Oregon. And when they do that, they destroy the road. They go like right over the road. So we had to do some bushwhacking to actually find the road again. But um, you know, there were seven That's of us. Funny. We all stuck together, and because we all stuck together, we were able to you know like these find lo- the these road. These logging companies don't have to like. Like tell somebody it's like, hey, by the way, we just destroyed this road. Probably um, need to <laughs> rebuild it. It, it. It's like private land. Oh, gotcha. Okay. There, there's there's like gates up that say yeah, no trespassing. No trespassing. And we all just walk. Ride your bike we, just, we just walk over the gate. You have yeah. to crawl over the gate. Yeah. But we're like, okay, everybody does this. We're all just riding through it. Yeah. You know. But then <laughs> the road actually just just ended completely gone. Just disappeared. I'm like, oh, okay. We're, we we got to go find another way around. But God. <laughs> That was great. It was a good time. So fun. I wish that uh, more people would have come, but it was freaking cold out there. So I'm I'm really not too surprised. So that was nice. Um, I spent. I I did watch. Did you guys watch the World Cup? Uh, The final on Sunday. I did not, and I'm going to watch it. So don't spoil it. No, I'm joking. Of course, (laughs) can spoil it. I know the news, but I am going to watch the game at some point. Don't think I even caught one second of the entire anything. All things, all games. I I heard it was the best soccer game in the history of soccer. Is what there seems to be the consensus. I have not watched a whole lot of sports this year. To be honest with you, normally I watch Blazer games and I watch football (laughs) games, and I haven't watched hardly any of it. I've Mm. watched bike racing. And my friends, but I was I was uh, I was getting on the trainer at like seven thirty in the morning, and the game was at seven a.m. our time. So mm-hmm. it was Argentina versus France in the World Cup what final. What are you doing getting on the trainer so early in the morning? Was this intentional to watch right, the World Cup? I would get on. But I've noticed that you've been riding earlier in the day. Or you just want to get it done and over with? You trying to change your schedule? What's what's the deal? My schedule has been messed up since I got back from Europe. Oh, is it just your internal clock still off a bit? Yes. Okay. I'm, like, oh, gotcha. I'm yeah. falling asleep at like. 7.30 p.m. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I do, man. God. <laughs> waking up at like 5 a.m. or 4.30. I'm up. Just give me a call, dude. <laughs> I Jeez. And so I'm like up. I have got nothing else to do. I'm, I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to get on the trainer. Yeah. It feels nice getting it done. Over yes. With. And like for the rest of the day, you're like, I don't have to think about it. Like what? Yeah. It's just like 12.30 our time here. Yeah. I, did, I did a three-hour ride this morning already on the trainer because <laughs> I like had nothing else to do. So did a good job. Again, I'm just trying to get it over. So yeah, I got on the trainer. I'm like, I'm going to turn on the game because, and it was a fantastic game. Oh, yeah. It was it was a really exciting. I mean, both fun those rosters. When you're looking at just World Cup history, those two rosters are two of the best rosters that probably face each other in a World Cup. France's yes. roster is absolutely stacked. Well, I and, mean, that's and their best player, Mbappe, is only 23 years old. Yeah, and he got the golden boot for that man of the match, meaning you know he was probably the best player out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Argentina won. Spoiler alert: three yeah. to you know. Th- if you haven't heard that already, sorry. They, they, <laughs> they ended three to three, but went yeah. to you Extra know penalty time. kicks, and Mbappe scored all three goals for. And they France. also wasn't wow. it the two goals in extra time? So a soccer yes. match. Since I know, I'll explain this since we have uh, only cyclists listen to this. Two forty-five minute periods. If you're tied, you go to extra time, which Correct. is two fifteen minute periods. Correct. And late in the that second one, Correct. both teams scored, scored. which is. Already, cra- I mean, it was already crazy in regular time that France was able to tie it back up. Argentina scored, and then and then France got a penalty in the penalty box, so got yeah. a free kick. In. Mbappe's made Mbappe. of ice. Yep. He's made of absolute ice. So oh then it went to penalty kicks, and uh, Argentina ended up winning. Yeah, France so. was the defending champs. That would have been pretty amazing if France had won two. They won 2018. But so. 
such a great story for Messi to yeah. finally win a World Cup. He has won everything in soccer other than a World Cup championship. Mm -hmm. So to get Argentina puts to win. The, puts the cherry on a pretty good argument for greatest of all time. Yes. I think it's tough in soccer because it has such a rich history to really, truly pick like this was the greatest. Play. But of this era, pretty hard to argue with Messi right now. So that's it, it was an exciting game to watch. It took my mind off the fact that I was doing six. <laughs> no, I think I did I did six like eight minute threshold intervals during. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh god! Like, like at pretty my, good distractor actually. It was a pretty good distractor because <laughs> those hurt a lot, but I got through the whole thing. So, nice. so that was kind of exciting. So, Very but cool. um, yeah, other than that, I, that's that's all I did. I rode outside twice, and I rode on the trainer every other day because. I'm vowing to be better this next year, but really, if I'm not, we're gonna, I don't care. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about this in a little bit. I'm gonna grill your your Strava and make you plan for next year here soon. But <laughs> uh, this my, is the Lance my, hot seat today. My, 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 my attitude has changed a little bit over this last year or two. I'm not sure. Throw out the 500 day cyclocross season plan. Well, <laughs> you know, I had a couple years where I was really, really fast, and I really enjoyed it, and I was yeah. never happy during those years. I was always like, you gotta Happiness know this. Is overrated. I mean, Lance. It, you you got to You got to know. Like every race I showed up to, I never felt like I was good enough or I could like hang with the group that yeah. I thought I could. But I could hang. I just didn't feel like I could. Like I hadn't done enough. Yeah. Like I was. Like it was all in my head that I should have been doing more. I should be. I should weigh less. I should have done more work. Yeah. I should have a faster bike. I should have done something. So I was always second guessing every time I showed up on a on a start line, even yeah. though I raced really well that whole year. Yeah. And if I if I ended a race and I wasn't on the podium, it was like complete second guessing myself the whole year. Yeah. Contrast that with this last year. I had no pressure because I sucked all year. I was I <laughs> I was not fast. I you know as comparatively and you still made I, some podiums, though, didn't you? I did, but yeah. that's because <laughs> other people didn't show up. It's crazy, though, when you all of a sudden take some pressure out of it, what but, you can do. The fact is, like, my whole year, I had a blast racing. Yeah. I showed up on the start line with no pressure. It was like... Yeah. It's healthy just, to yes. have those kinds of years. It really yeah. is. I'm I, just going to have fun. I'm going to take the pressure off myself, and I'm just going to have a good time. Yeah. So when the start gun blows, I didn't, like, redline it to stay with the front guys. I'm like... I'm doing my thing back here. I'm having a good time. So yeah. it was a it was a different kind of year. So all year I kept thinking, okay, next year I'm gonna buckle down. I'm gonna like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose weight and I'm gonna increase my FTP. That's, that, my, that's the part you gotta kilograms. get away from though, is the, the the weight being a part of that performance. You just gotta let that one go. Right. You just gotta let that go. Yeah. Unfortunately though, it's a part of the whole It is a part of it. It is, but it's it's not as and I think that we could always sit here, we could do a whole podcast on that. Yeah. But it's I mean, really, I think it's you're just as I mean, I genuinely would take somebody having more fun and being five pounds heavier, and I'd like their odds of making the podium more, actually. They're well, racing with less in, stress and tension. The the thing about it for me was and less hungry, right? <laughs> you have carbs in your system, which is which is great. Trust me. <laughs> because I had less pressure on the racing, I just I, I had a, a funner year altogether. Yeah, it was like I'm showing up at the races just to have a good time, 
and I it wasn't tied to my results. And less so much. injured too. Correct me yes. if I'm wrong, right? Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I didn't really. Well, no, I had a terrible year as far as. Well, that was early in the I year, had though, right? COVID and broken ribs. Oh, yeah, COVID and, and, <laughs> and crashes. I had I had a lot of like yeah, COVID, health COVID issues yeah. this last year, which didn't help. But the first the first part of the year when I was still racing, every time I showed up, I was completely depressed. Mm-hmm. I just felt terrible about myself because I sucked. I was slow. I was bigger. My f- my kit hardly fit. You know, it was buy a bigger it, it was all these issues. <laughs> and so I'm like, I, you know, I go to training camp and I had to get in the van like twice because I couldn't keep up with the group. You know, it was That's just because this guy plans the routes. That's the only <laughs> reason. You know, it was, that was handled. But yep. um, it, but so that that whole first part of the year hurt a lot to have to kind of think about mm-hmm. that and mess with that. And as I progressed through the year and I kept taking pressure off the races and I'm like, I'm just going to keep showing up and doing these races. I still ended up yeah. having fun. And look, dude, you look great now. And it's like December Christmas time. Nobody looks good December Christmas time. You look great. I'm still like over 190 pounds. That's fine. I I, I know. Was what I'm saying is. What was the leanest you were during. Or 165. I'm trying to be like two years ago. Two years ago is what we're talking about. That's too lean for you. That's your. There's. There's a set point, man. There's that set point there, yeah, and dude, you were under that. But here's the thing. Yeah. I was fast, and I could hang with almost anybody. Yeah. At, at but that But you know this. Is that, that, that only lives for a little bit. It like, does. Yeah. I mean, there's lasted, the, mind, the mind will rebel at some point. It lasted six months, and, yeah. I, and I fell apart. Yeah. Imagine having to do that for the tour every single year. Could you imagine oh being a GC gosh. contender? Those guys fall apart because you were light. You fell apart because no. you raced way more yeah. than you probably should. Yeah, that's probably yeah. more of it yeah. was the intensity. I had like a... I had like, like a every ten weekend. Month, I had like a four hundred week seasons. training program, dude. I, dude. I raced like ten times in a year at most. I raced. Like I think I raced forty six times that Jeez, year. That's I raced forty six times. That's every weekend. And those are tough races too. When you talk about like XC mountain bike racing, and then you've got all of the that's cross a threshold, that you're that's putting, a threshold I mean, test every weekend. You're not sitting in some like. 60 mile flat road race where you can sit in and have a normalized no. power of like 210 or something like yeah. that. Then of it, you know, those were like full gas, yeah. full heart rate, full like well, exhaust and just like yard sales. So, so what did we learn? And thinking about <laughs> it, I thought, I thought, you know, 40, 46 races, I made the podium in like 35 of those. That's a good ratio. Yeah. And I thought, this is it. I'm killing it. <clears throat> yeah. This yeah. is what I have to do. I have to be at this weight. And I have to do this much work. 18 hours a week. <laughs> and I have to, you know, stay on top of it for, for this long. And and by by the time November rolled around, I, I blew to pieces. Yeah. So maybe, like, you got to figure out a way to, like, just kind of melt the two things together. Have yeah. that, that competitive <sighs> spirit, but also have that I don't give a ice cream sandwich <laughs> about this thing <laughs> right and exactly. kind of go from there yeah. so you're, you're, just, you're exactly right you just gotta find that symbiosis man it's yeah. just that consistency in the middle and yeah. don't get tempted yeah, by that like hey i feel fit now i'm gonna well, train look, 20 hours a week and drop 20 pounds out of nowhere instead of having 45 races go do 45 races that's great maybe just key in on like five or eight of them yeah, right. and don't tell anybody what <laughs> races those are it's like are. all right don't don't it do not put know. pressure on yourself and be like all right guys this weekend this is the one I, uh, you, you know, I, I'm 52, you know, and so it gets harder and harder to, you know, keep the weight off or stay fit. You know, the older you get, your body just doesn't, it yeah. just responds differently. You, you just got to outlast guys at your age. Right. That's the thing now. Just forget about the 40 year olds. <laughs> Except half those four year olds, you know, this too is like, I mean, I know guys going in their early 50s, you fall into this. I know that you were talking to, you know, two years ago, you were really, really fit, but guys in their 50s that, Sometimes they're way fitter than they were in their 40s because they lock in well, yes. at that point. Maybe they're in Dr. Place. Hamill. 
You know, correct. Scott yeah, Carroll. Yes, Scott <laughs> I mean, Carroll. Scott Carroll. Yeah. Oh my God. So, right now, well, I've been tracking him. I, I don't understand him. Um, Scott, the, the guy. He's, How old he's is just Scott? Turned fifty-seven. He's, he's fifty-seven. He fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. He races. Holy crap! Strava, not Strava. I'm sorry. Zwift. Zwift races. 50, 60, 70 yes. years, something like that. Wait, like it, all it in the off season. Once a week through the whole he off season. He puts out big efforts during those two. They're races. He puts out real races, big efforts. And, and he's doing a great job in those. And then he comes out and he'll race anymore. all of the XC mountain bike races. And then he comes out and he does all the gravel bike races. Intensity layered upon intensity layer. And I'm like, all right, when's this guy going to break down? When's he going to slow down? When's I bet he going to like have an injury? It, I, I don't I don't. I bet it. he sleeps really well. Yeah. I bet that guy nails eight hours a night. I don't know, but I've never. Like he probably hits the pillow out. I've never really <laughs> seen him off yeah. in the last. He's in very last, consistent. In the last five very years, so I haven't seen him off. He has like yeah. kept it up. I will say there's benefit from. We'll talk about this when we get into Strava. There is benefit from that to some extent, but at least I felt like like going three seasons, no off season. I did realize like you get real consistent, but you got to be so careful about the volume and intensity you're doing. If you go a little bit above that line, which your body's used to, you're gonna you're gonna cascade. So well, Scott Carroll's he's blowing that it. he's blowing that out of the water because well, he, I know, but I think that he's found probably his consistent he line, must have. and he's yeah. probably walking that razor. I'm sure he internally knows exactly where that line is right now because those whiff races are brutal. or his body is just built for it, or he's an alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He could be that. <laughs> he too. could just be an alien from about <laughs> age thirty five ish until about forty two, forty three before I got hit by the car. I was sharp. You're round. I could, I you could, could go. Stay on I it. could get. I could go get after it all the time. But I could also recover. I was also sleeping better. I was eating probably better. I mean, my work. I was like on a consistent workout. And I hope I you weren't doing like two Zwift races a week or anything like. <laughs> no, but you did group rides that were. No, this was well, kind of. They're the harder beginning. on the body, but like the Zwift races are just crazy because the power profiles yeah. coming out of those I, are always nuts. Yeah, I was yeah. not doing any racing online. It was yeah. everything that I was, was doing was very races. structured. If I was riding online, not for nothing, I was hardly ever doing anything with high intensity. Which is smart. I think. I think that's probably how you were able to nail. Yeah, those I used races. to ride outside all the time too during the course of the winter. Now I'm big soft jelly donut. Sally Pants guy that doesn't like to call it <laughs> right the winter time. But um, once it, a week. But anyway. <laughs> that's what it's the, the year that I was fast, I used Trainer Road for my structured workouts, and it worked fantastic for me. It, yeah. Yep. And you were a big Trainer Road fan. You and yep. David Goodman. Man. I still am. I yeah. still I still do them. Mm-hmm. So um, but I it, so that helped a lot. But I was also I raced almost every week. Yeah, and that Trainer Road's a lot of intensity too. I know I know that you can really tailor it, but I know me and David have always looked into all of that. And if you're racing on top, you were just doing a ton of intensity for six months. Well, there's a uh, ton of work. The weeks that I was double racing, I did not do any smart. Yeah. I did not do any workouts. <laughs> yeah, you weren't. It was just, you weren't doing was, the eight by 12 minute no, sweet spot. Yeah. It was recover and race and recover and race is what I was doing. But. You were training like a guy back in the seventies or eighties. Yeah. That's literally what they did is they would just be like, ride easy during the week, race your brains out for two days, do <laughs> right. repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. <laughs> See how it rolls. Anyway. All right. Well, that, that was a big pack battle. Was, there you go. <laughs> that was not intended pack battle. Let's go straight into. <laughs> I rode on the trainer four times. Two of them I had to stop because no, really. you're not feeling well, or because it was. I feel fine. My legs are pos right now. Uh, your 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 quad or your hip or whatever is going on yeah. is is still giving you issues. Yeah. So I'll be going to the doc tomorrow. Um, hopefully to get some answers. We'll see. But I've started uh, doing acupuncture. I've been. I think like two or three times um and that's seemingly helping it a little bit short term but it's you know acupuncture isn't like an overnight kind of thing you have to do it for the course of time but i think there might be something else going on there but that's why we go to the doc we'll find out so hopefully hopefully i can come back and uh have some answers and start getting on some sort of like i don't know and your leg thing kind of started from like a 
hard effort in the middle of a ride. Didn't it was it? one of the flogging rides. It was like one a, of the flogging it's rides. It's like I, I strained my medial quad, and it was <clears throat> slightly, maybe just a little bit discolored. So there may or may not have been a little bit of a tear in there. Yeah. And then it kind of just over the course of time, because I'm an idiot and I didn't take time off because it's that time of year where it's beautiful out and you want to do all of the rides. Mm -hmm. I was going out trying to take it easy and came back a week later and still did the flogging ride and kind of changed my pedal stroke a little bit. And it, that's where it started to kind of flare up the into like the, the outer part of my hip, my hip flexor. Gotcha. And it's just been a problem ever since. So yeah. we're like, I think you probably tore them. I'd be pretty surprised if you didn't tear that muscle. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll it's see. probably healed at this point, but that's heal, healing is yeah, always in like quotations. That, so that part yeah. of my leg though feels fine. And you know? it's up in the hip flexor. Yeah. And then the outer part of the hip where I've landed on yeah. my hip three times, that's a problem. I've yeah. got, I'm still getting swelling every single time I get on the bike. And then like this past weekend or past week doing these rides, you get this like wave of like fatigue. And then like almost like this wave of like, it feels like it wants to maybe start to strain again. And it's, and it's, I'm not doing anything hard. I was riding between 175 and 210 Watts or something like that. Yeah. And it's just like, I could get a certain amount of time into it. And as soon as it starts to feel bad, I'm like, right, I got to cut out. And on Saturday, when you guys did that fantastic ride, I wanted to go out and join you on that, but I'm like, I, I need to stay indoors where it's consistent. Yeah. And sure enough, I got about an hour into it. I'm like, I got to stop. And then I, I, I went and rode again yesterday on Sunday, and I got about an hour and 20 minutes into it, and I'm like, all right, I got to stop again. And it's just one of those things where it's super annoying right now. That sucks. What yeah. crank length are you riding right now? Uh, 172.5. Not a bad idea to actually temporarily Shorten it make up. a big shift in crank length because you that's need actually to change, a really good idea you yeah. you need to change the loading rate on that quad yeah. i think i think the quad's pretty angry with the loading rate and what's nice too is i ride on the kicker bike and that is super simple to do you just yeah. change the pedal yeah you just change it there's four different settings on there 170 don't be yeah you don't can just be afraid move to, where the pedal goes right on the crank yeah, yeah. you can go from 175 down to 165 pretty cool there's, there's like it's no drawback cool. in trying that then exactly you may as well yeah. just try it for i would a I week. would say go all the way to 155. Just, just I make a huge I think it only goes change. down to 165. I think it's 175, 172, 5, 170, 165, or something. Just go down like to the, go down the, to the lowest the, for a bit. The lower yeah. with the short string. Yeah. That's actually a really good idea, and I'm kicking yeah. myself in the butt for not thinking about That's that. That's fine. No, butt. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it, this stuff's no, and, and actually, the re, not to go PT for a second, but the reason it shifts up too is so, I mean, remember, the, those quad insertions are so high up. Those are yeah. very thick tendons up there. Yeah. Your unfortunate pain tolerance probably allowed you just to grind through a muscle tear for yeah. a little bit there, and then what happens is that your brain's smart; it's going to sensitize that tendon yeah. at some point. So then it's going to literally send you pain at that. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm going to go see the doctor, and we're going to get the blessing to start up the Pilates stuff again. Who knows? I'll probably end up in physical therapy, or I don't know. We'll 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 see. That's why you go to yeah. those appointments. Find out what's the Pilates going on. wouldn't right. be that idea right now. That's you got to be careful how intense that is. On One of five <laughs> medical appointments I have this week. It's going to be fantastic. Don't you get the camera up the butt this week too? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's, that already that's, happened. Is that happening this week? <laughs> Was I allowed to say that? Please, Just please <laughs> tell me he has an audio for the. <laughs> This has been Rock Talk. <laughs> rock Talk? Is that what you're talking about? Rock Talk. You're talking about rocks? Is that what you're talking about? Tell us about rocks, Lance. <laughs> Transitioning here We're to Rock Talk. We're not talking about Jake's medical issues at the moment. Okay. This bit gets cut out in, in post talk. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's do some Patreon drawings. Patreon drawing. All right, we've got um, some custom dialed socks we're going to be giving away to our Patreon person here. Lance is jiggling up the jar for me to pull out somebody's name. Oh, it's nice and folded here. And we've got Edward Dudlick. Uh, no way. Just no way. I just put the 
that in there, and I shook it up. It's There's a eat- whole bunch of names in there, and I didn't even look. I didn't see anything. So Edward okay. Dudley. Conspiracy Dudley. theory. We just picked that one out already, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Edward, do you want some custom dialed socks? Nice. Swing by the lap. Pick those up. Uh, for those that might be interested in becoming a Patreon as well, you can go to dialedpodcast.com. Click on the Patreon link. Pick out a Patreon that works best for you and be a part of the show. We really greatly appreciate the, the support here. Oh, one other thing while I'm talking about, turn off that music. Um, we got a nice review from, we won't say who, but we got you. a review on yeah. the uh, on the Apple, Apple Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't channel. talked about that in a long time, but that really does help out the podcast a lot too. It's from just... a guy named Dance Lepler. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was just a nice little five star <laughs> review and a little little Thank commentary you, on there, and somebody who appreciates watching it or listening to the show, which is great. Um, if you're interested in helping support us too, and you, you don't want to give us any money because you know you're tight and all that other stuff, and you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not nice, not a super smart fan. And you're annoyed by Evan? You know, no, just, just give us a review at least. You can even no, say just, Evan yeah, sucks. just give us a review. And, and you can give us a review any number awesome. you want as long as it's five stars. As we long. don't care how many numbers it is as and long as, as it's five. as we talked about before the podcast, don't give us a three star. Don't be that guy. We don't want We don't want to hear your criticism. <laughs> five stars. We don't. No, no. Actually, the more reviews we have, the better it is for the channel. The more we move up in rankings yep. and the more exposure we get, the more exposure we get, the less... The less Patreons and we'll then have to have. And one day we can bring my hero Lance Armstrong on here <laughs> to talk about how wonderful of a person never, he is. One of these days, on. this is the only goal. I've, this is the only reason I've been hanging on for this for so long is because I keep on emailing him every single week. <laughs> Keeps ignoring you. All right, Champ All right. Bailey, top five. Champ here. Champ here. We got Champ here. There was like no racing, but no, there was yes, one race. There was. <laughs> there was racing this last was week. Was that a race? There was a cyclocross race in Italy. It was a World Cup race in Val di Sole in Trentino, Italy, or something like mm-hmm. that. It was the snow race of the year. This uh, yeah. this race venue is at elevation. Every time they do it, it is snowy. They need to take that race off. It. Um, some of the racers love it. To me, it just seemed like a big friggin' gimmick. I don't know why they keep doing this race in M- the snow. MVP literally said he was like, I was scared going back. Okay. If I was MVP, I would have been like, no, I'm, I'm just, this isn't worth it. So Matthew Vanderpool did show up to the race. He starts on the second row because he doesn't have many points. Mm-hmm. Um, and he never, he never really went after it. And he said afterwards that he said he was scared. He was, right. like, riding scared, yeah. nervous. Well, they had no himself. control over their bikes. Right. I mean, he got hurt in the Olympics. In the Olympics. And that, that went all the way into the Correct. following race season. And this yeah. is a heck of a lot closer to the start of the classics. Like, why would he even show up to that race? That, I completely agree with you, it, Like, it, reading it, that, I was like, just... Well, I, he, he has so much power and everything yeah. like that. Just be like, no, I'm not going to that no. race. That's stupid. It fit his schedule. He only has so many um, cyclocross races that he could do yeah. to his schedule. Okay, so this is one. Points, he might maybe have, trying to he get might some have points. in his contract might have had a little thing like you got to do this many cyclocross uh, races maybe. this year maybe. I don't no, know. Not if you're Matthew. I, not if you're he, get to, he gets to call his shot. You never know the man. This book I'm reading, they, they might have a dumb thing in there. That would make sense. But yeah. from the Secret Cycles book I'm reading, it wouldn't surprise me if they actually had something in huh. there like that well, from him. He was... You know, he had good reason to be nervous. Um, yeah. The the women's World Cup leader Fem Van Empel on the mm. second lap um, crashed and left on a stretcher. Oh, that poor uh, Italian woman. What was her name? Crashing 
all the times. There was she there was like uh, thirty times. There was she ended up fourth. Good for her or fifth, whatever she ended up. There was an Italian <laughs> racer who who is normally a road racer, so she's got big power. She had great power, but um, you could you could it was it became pretty clear that she couldn't quite handle her bike the same as the other <laughs> yeah. racers. But she was still in it. the grand scheme of things. I'm sure a wonderful <laughs> bike handler, but she was, was not handling the bike was, well. She was leading several times, yeah. but she crashed so many times. She for sure had the best power profile day of anybody in that race probably far and away but just hit the ground so many she, times she ended up fourth you know by yeah. by a hair she also crashed um, like at the very end she, she was going to be on like, the podium and then got passed at like the last. right at the very end <laughs> so Femme Van Empel and ended up going down and she thought she broke something she was taken off in she a stretcher okay. turns out she didn't break anything um, in the men's race um, Ellie Easterbit um, who was mm-hmm. second in the World Cup standings also crashed Thought he broke his leg, but um, he didn't break anything either. But he was taken off in a stretcher as well. So it was, it was sketchy. Uh, The races were won by um, Michael Van Tarenout, who won the race in Overijse, Belgium. When I was there, he beat Pidcock, so he's good in like rough conditions. It's amazing Um, to watch the people that handle that well. It's just, I mean, to me, they just blow my mind. Like, that's incredible they can ride that fast in those conditions. The women's race was won by Puck Peterise, Mm -hmm. who is, you know, probably the best bike handler in the whole, like, group. So she's really good, too. What's her last name again? Peterise. um, Peters? Puck Peters? Is there another pro racer female named Puck? No. Different last name? No. Is she the one that's, like... There's uh, a there's a sound like chauvinistic or is the super pretty one. That's Puck I know I know who you're talking about. Puck Moonen. Okay, and she's mm-hmm. just she's like a Instagram star. She's a mid packer, but doesn't but she she's like kind of doesn't she? Yeah. Oh, she's but she races professionally though. She right? races she professionally, okay. but she's not this Puck. Yeah, yeah different. Okay, this Puck different. rides a bike well, and watching <laughs> that the the entire <laughs> women's race, I was thinking the whole time I'm like, she's putting out like mid watts at the entire time her bike like she probably had an actually aerobic ride to win that race yeah. outside the one crazy hill they had to go up where like huh. everybody had to basically jump off and run up that hill correct and so, i'm guessing clara wasn't there clara was not there yeah, italy can they do something to the snow i was thinking this so it looked like they were just truly icy spots like yeah, there some were of the turn- couldn't they go through and like kind of break it, shovel it up or something? I'm yeah. not a cyclocrosser. I don't know this stuff. No, but that there, just seems like keeping an ice skating race seems like a dumb idea. No, there there was like three or four spots that were at the bottom of, of yeah, I saw dips they, where they, they had dug out yeah. so that it was They should have done that on every turn. There. Like every turn it's, they should have done the same idea. I think it's too long for that. So going yeah. back though, Clara you were gonna say Claire was not there. Um, she only has so much of a budget to go to so many races. Oh. This race was in Italy. Gotcha. It was a long ways away from Belgium, Holland, France. Come on, EF, pony so, up the bucks, man. So she can only go. Hey, she to, was probably fine with that. She's like, yes. you know what, that one. No, we don't need to put that in the budget. <laughs> the, the World Championships are going to yeah. be in the Netherlands this year in sure. Hugaride, and so. Uh, she, she's going to be doing the, the rest of the races around Belgium and Netherlands and. Didn't Smart. have the budget to go all the way to Italy for this race. It, gotcha. Like e- even the like, the Belgians usually have like twenty five mm. racers, and at this mm. Italy race, they only sent like seven people. Yeah. yeah so it you know it just I mean, odds, of, the of, the day, odds of that race staying on the calendar for the next five it's years. It's been on there for the last five years. So really? It's not going I, away. I remember from last year, but yeah. that's okay. So it's been there for five. Yeah. 
they'll take that away at some point. What? If the Belgians aren't showing up, why? Like, <laughs> no, they, they're not showing up mostly because of the cost of getting all the way to Italy. It's not gotcha. because of the course. So it'll just be all Italians at this yeah. race at some point. <laughs> Pitcock wasn't there, and and Wout were not there because they were both at team training camps for the road. Gotcha. So you know this yeah, was this like a right planned, a you know, like week off. They ride so them. much. So other than tire width, obviously you can't change that. Are there restrictions as to what kind of a tire you can use? Can you use a studded tire? No, can, I, I'm studded tires are you're, not that's allowed. That's wildly dangerous. But yes. can you have? Yeah. Do they have like a special tire that they use for like snow conditions like that? that? Um, no, they don't. Huh. Be, you know, they can only be so wide. The only, the only. Bigger tires would be better in the snow. They obviously, just turn it into a fat bike race. <laughs> Love but those Midwest races. <laughs> they can't be bigger than thirty-three mils. You can't. Yeah. That's a that's a UCI rule. Period. And they're measured before they go in, so you can't like fake it. So yeah, huh. it, tire tire choice. I just love how the UCI definitely mostly cares about all their cyclist safety is we're not going to allow puppy paws because in the peloton that's dangerous but we will allow a cyclocross race on ice rink basically and only allow you 33s okay yeah well, shut up and stop complaining about the, it cyclists the <laughs> thing about cyclocross races is they're in one spot you're not going yeah. 100 yeah. miles across the country and have to yeah. have a rolling two rolling ambulances follow the whole thing <laughs> that's true this is in one spot so you guys so the can ambulance all, can hang out the right there yeah. can hang out right there you can all beat yourself up and once, we, we can handle it you see actually care if you're injured we just don't want to pay for the ambulance okay <laughs> so it's a whole different story all right enough cycle cross let's talk about rumors rumors um, we, yeah. <laughs> we talked about uh cavendish last week and, yep. and the rumor at that time was he was going to go to israel premiere i already had kit already messaged me and was like no he's not that's a dumb rumor you guys have no idea what you're talking about i was like i know i have no idea what i'm talking about this is, <laughs> this was, is what i'm here a, for <laughs> it was a rumor that was going around but now the rumor is that he is signed with astana yep um yep it is not official yet. I've heard Cess Bowl is going with him, yeah. which well, would make that lead-out train not better. suck as hard as I thought it would originally if he went to Astana. The sources suggest that that deal is done, but we still don't know for sure. He is a mega ice cream sandwich <laughs> hole. I think that is the... It is a dumb decision, in my opinion, unless he's getting a, uh, a very nice bag going there because there's no. no chance he wins a tour stage on Astana. Yes, there is. Astana has a GC-focused team. Remember, they're not going to be able to build the lead-out train that he has Evan, become nicely comfortable with over the last few Should I remind teams. you of your ability to pick race outcomes? I'm calling this one. I'm <laughs> calling this one very Miguel early. Angel Lopez was there, and they just excused him from the team. Yeah. So they've got the, the funds probably free up from they that do? contract they need to put something in there to kind of maybe say hey look at shiny object over here don't yeah. pay attention to this druggie that was you know <laughs> doing <laughs> nefarious things on our team regardless of what lead <laughs> out the train report comes out here at cavendish point. has he still has the ability to potentially win a race no. without a big lead out train no he will not Gronewegen and Jakobsen are going to be this next year of uh, uh, most two likely head two heads right. above him most likely yeah. yes but yeah there's still a possibility he wins a stage. I'll give him a 10% chance that he wins a stage in the tour. Let's, put some, let's put some money I, on it, Evan. Ooh, yes, because, ooh, here we go. I want something more valuable than money. I want <laughs> I want to ride with want. Lance and I get to choose the route. <laughs> I would do that. That means... But that means wait, that you have to take me that, on a mountain bike ride. <laughs> wait a minute. That means if, if he does win a stage, I get to choose the route and you have to go with me. Yes. <laughs> this is brilliant. I'm willing Maybe to make this, this bet because this is more fun than money to me, actually. This is this this would be fun. 
You you have traditionally been terrible at picking outcomes. I, I have been, but this one I'm fully confident of. Oh this one boy. I'm absolutely fully confident this, this of. This blind confidence is really Also, because scary. I really do buy, buy into the conspiracy theory that Eddie Merckx will pull strings. <laughs> to like, he'll pay guys in the Peloton to be like, I need you to box in cap on this sprint. Yeah. All you got to do is just hold him up a <laughs> gonna, half yeah. pedal stroke at the right you're, time. You're going to see guys grabbing onto his saddle. There's going to be guys throwing bottles at him. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, we we have the lifetime grand prix fitness the uh their grand prix that they did the six race series this last year yep. fantastic yes sir um they have announced their racers for 2023 okay so uh, last year there was 30 men and 30 women this year they have accepted 35 men and 35 women so they've upped Great. their you know their about 12 percent or something like that yeah uh, to be quite honest the reason that they have limits on there to me is ridiculous. Just, just open it up. You don't yeah, have to I be. Well, just let anybody do it. If people come and do all six races, then they do all six races. Yeah. If they do well enough in all six races to be in the top ten, great. I don't know why they limit it. But yeah, that's a good question. Like, why? Why, why, why? limit it? Yeah. I'm wondering if it's, it's not going to bog up the front of the race because the <laughs> the power profile requirement to be in that front group is pretty insane. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it's not like they're going to be like, oh, it's going to crowd the pro race. No, it's not like looped courses, right? No. Well, yeah. yeah, no, some of them are. Okay, but, but, but big loops, right? I mean, yes. you're not talking like back traffic. These or people like don't that. have to pay to be on that list. No, they don't. But you have to apply, uh -huh. and and a part of it has to do with your 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 online presence, your social media online your presence. FTP. <laughs> and so, but I'm not sure exactly why they get to pick their you know the races who are in it. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if they all get free entry to social these races, which is possible, and that would make business sense why they would allow all these people to have free entry to these races we're yeah. going to accept these athletes you get free entry we are allowing you to have free entry because you have a big enough following that you will be a good advertising for us that makes more business that. sense did they say that no heck no they oh that's like that's what i'm thinking oh gotcha yeah that's why i 100 agree with you yeah yeah 100 yeah, you, know, you know why would they actually do this so i'm not sure why they limit it but they do yeah another thing we're talking about it right now. A lot of people are talking about also it. Also that. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is why? a good why? point. And then there's, there's this whole exclusivity You're thing exactly that means more right. people want in and there's going to be pressure for them to increase it over the course that, of time. So. What's that business concept called? Like in something with inclusivity. It's that same idea where you Probably. make something super selective. Oh, yeah. yeah, it becomes obviously a shinier object. So interestingly enough, it, it's six races through the year. Um, yeah. This year, they haven't really said if they're going to change the rules a little bit. They might, but there might be an optional seventh race this year, which they have not announced what that seventh race would be their yet. tv coverage needs to get better though i know you mentioned that before there's how they cover the races is going to need to improve and just the idea of it's hard to get interested in film a gravel race it's 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 difficult. really hard yeah. yeah you want you like want to you want to film the start you want to film the 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 key moves that yeah. happen during the race but then the problem is with the bike in front creates the dust creates a draft benefit i mean there's like a lot of I wouldn't want to be part of that media team because yeah. that's like, you're like, crap, we're throwing a lot of money behind us. We need, just need a helicopter. Yeah. So notable. Just a drone. You just need to have a bunch of good drones. A few notable names in there um, that, that are in it this year that were not in it last year. Uh, mm -hmm. Lauren D. Crescenzo, who won, I, I want to say she won Unbound, I think the year before. She was not in it last year. Okay. She's in it this year. 
uh, Raylan Nuss, who is a, I think she won the cyclocross Pan American Championships. She's a cyclocross racer. She's in there. Carolyn Manny, also cyclocross racer, is in there this year. Heather Jackson, former Ironman pro, is got accepted this is year. She from Ben? Nice. Heather Jackson. Yes. Does she live in Bend? Uh, they they kind of move and live all over, but yes, Bend is her okay. her center point. Um, her and her husband Wadi. On the on the men's side, um, the marathon mountain bike uh, national champ um, Matt Beers. He's mm-hmm. from South Africa. He's the marathon mountain bike world champ. Matt yeah. Beers. He got accepted. He's going to be a name to watch out yep. for. That dude's strong. Um, Brennan Wirtz, who who mm-hmm. um, did most of these races anyway. I actually raced with him at Rebecca's Private Idaho. He is super freaking strong. He got accepted. Eric Bruner, who yeah. um, was our two-time cyclocross national champion, mm-hmm. um, but he was not in it this year, but he got accepted this this next year. So there's some big names. Plus, the former winners, Keegan Swenson, he's doing it again. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Ferringer, our friend from yep. Ben, she's in it this year. Um, uh, Haley Smith, who won the women's side, she's in it yeah. this year. So, yeah, it's... It'll be fun to see more how names. they. Hopefully, they figure out the media for it because I'd love to watch her races and try to get involved in that. But yeah, Colin Strickland, no, still <laughs> lay, no. laying low, not doing Lost much. All Colin, of his sponsors uh, and Colin Ryan. hasn't ridden a bike since the Mo thing. Mo thing, yeah. Huh. He just like whoop, just disappeared, just yeah. walked off. So he's <sighs> he's. It's gotta be rough when when you. When you read about Colin, he's done with cycling at the moment. Yeah. Really? Yes. He's completely he's just done. Yeah. He's like, I, yeah, it was just too much, too mm-hmm. hard. He's moved on to something else in his life. So Wow. That's unfortunate. And, you know, that case isn't settled yet. Yeah. You know. I bet he's still probably focused on the case right now would be my guess. He's well, probably going to be involved in that somehow. Um, Who knows how at the moment? He but. he definitely will be involved. He's a witness, you yeah. know for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, so and he's involved with the whole thing. But I don't know exactly. Yeah, what will happen? Interestingly enough, I've been watching um, the Vegan Cyclist Daily Vlogs. Mm-hmm. Have you been watching? Have you seen yeah, any of those recently? Wait, me and Cassie are watching all of them. Yeah. So he's been putting up a daily vlog every day for like the last. I think it's his goal in December. I think to that do it he every did day this in last year too. I think it's like every day in December is his goal. They're roughly fifteen-minute YouTube yeah. videos, and he just he goes through like one story a day about a race for the year. But he also talks about it's like his year recap almost. Yeah, it's kind of how it's working. But he also out. shows his training and he shows him interacting with his family, and it's just like a daily vlog. Sure. I can't mm-hmm. believe he put ones out. Puts put. Puts one out well, if every you friggin' day. Put a lot of quality like editing into it, and you just like a lot of it's vlog style. If you just so, gonna yeah. smash a bunch of clips up together, and you've got your intro, outro, bumpers mm-hmm. on there, you can upload that and, and make it a pretty simple process. Once you get it down, you can do it, but it still takes time. Yeah, I mean, just he's posting a, like up one picture a day to Instagram. He's that's a, hard. He's but a clearly yeah. he's a clearly high capacity guy. He's, just he's just with the training he does. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's got two young kids. Like that guy operates at a pretty high level. Yeah. So yeah, he's got good family support. Yeah, I mean, business, he's his business is going I've, well. I've grown to like the guy more and more yeah. over this, especially this. And, I like how open he is. I don't think he people at that station too generally start to have a, a team of people working yes. behind him. So like yeah. you could easily have a group of people chasing you around to like document your life, yes. and that would be fantastic. But you know, you're not at that station because you got what. Zero subscribers to, to 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 the Lance Hepler show, right? But you know, it's one of those things. Like once you get to a certain station, a lot of these people are hiring editors, are hiring people to like to film stuff, and mm-hmm. there's a bunch of marketing money that'll come in to be able to support that. that, and you can really see your channel explode. So yeah. 
Anyway, his his daily vlogs have been really interesting, yeah. um, and uh, it just makes me more of a fan of what sure. he's doing and, yeah. and what he does. But during one of them this last week, um, he he had talked about he was doing a gravel race that Mo was at, and he had all this like um, like interview footage of her yep. at the race, uh, like. Um, before and after uh-huh. a private interviews with, we had with him, and he got approached by Dateline NBC because Dateline just did a two-hour. Yep. They did a two-hour li- two Dateline show really? about a month ago about the Mo case. Has that already come out? It has. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's see if I can watch that. Yeah, and and it, it talks about um, the Armstrong gal and how she bolted to Costa Rica and how she got away and how she's, you know, back. And Dateline approached. Um, Tyler, Tyler Pierce, Pierce mm-hmm. the vegan cyclist, about, hey, um, we understand you have this footage. Uh, we'll pay you for it. We would love to, you know, we'll pay you handsomely for it. Um, we'd like to get your take on the whole thing. And he sat and talked about, thought about it for a minute and turned them down. Mm-hmm. Turned down their money, if, turned down the whole thing. If that whole story is true, what, what he told there, me and Casper talking about this, I'm a big fan of Tyler Pierce. I'm good on him because I do... You shouldn't I, be making money off of somebody's yes, death. Yes, I, I right. completely agree. And you know yeah. how many people would have said yes to that? There's yeah. a lot of people who would have said you yes know, to that, they I They probably think. offered him 100 grand or 150 grand. Daylight, Daylight gets watched by like a lot of people. It d- yeah. does. It's one of the shows I watch all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, So uh, you know, they might have offered him a, a book, big chunk of money, but mm-hmm. he, yeah, he turned him down because he just he didn't feel like it was his place. Yeah. Yeah. Which was cool. It would be awesome to be able to see that footage, and if he puts it up, that's going to be monetizing it in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. But there's there's a couple different ways that you could do this. You could put something out there, and maybe for whatever proceeds come into that, maybe she's got a foundation or family or something goes directly to her family. Exactly. Then I, I think that that would come back to him. Like tenfold in, in terms of like, and I you think did he'd the probably, right thing. He'd probably show it to their yeah. family and be like, "Do you want this footage up? We can make it a memorial yeah, more yeah. than giving it to Dateline, yeah. where it's going to be in a crafted murder media. documentary media, sh- yeah. you know, crap." So well, yeah, you know, as far as like you know, true crime um, storytellers go, Dateline is the best of the best out there. They are. They're very yeah. good. It's at it's true weird crime. how though I've decided I don't want to watch the Dateline. Thing on Mo, and it's weird because it's not that any of us have a personal relationship with Mo, but it's weirder when all of a sudden that story's like in your community a little bit. I don't want to see it oh, dude, like you, that. Yeah, you, know, you got to watch it. But I love watching murder stuff it's, still. But it's like I don't want any connection to it. Like it's fascinating. You, should, yeah. you need to watch it. It really, really? is fascinating. Oh, yeah, God. Okay. With everything Did you happened. happen we'll to catch save. the picture that um, Gravel Shasta Gravel Hugger posted up on Instagram? Recently, yeah. and there was a picture of the podium, and it was you know Claire Hansinger and, and Mo was in there. Who was the third woman? The woman who won, one, yeah, <laughs> who beat both Claire and Mo. Yeah. I don't remember her uh, name. Yeah, but uh, that was just kind of like a like a like a heartfelt moment. You see that, and you're like, oh, that, that kind of sucks. Yeah, like she can't ever come back and you know defend her podium there. And yeah, you know, there's just well, yeah. I mean, I dig through you know my photos, and I have photos with. Brandy giving Mo a big huge hug in yeah. Idaho and yeah. they're you know, them having a conversation. I have selfies that I took with me and Colin Strickland yeah. at the same thing. Yeah. Or or the day that uh I was I was prepping for like two days before the race and so was Colin Strickland and he dropped his arm warmers and I saw it and I picked him up and I found him the next day and gave him back to him and I had this like great interaction with Colin yeah. at the race. And yeah, it's like just 
it's like bizarre to think about that yeah. and how it all just kind I mean, of fell apart. In the grand yeah. scheme of things, the cycling community is small. It's it's not yes. very big, and the fact that we get to interact with these people like you, yeah, that's fantastic. That is cool. So when somebody is taken away from it like this, it's it's it hurts. I mean, well, and something like this is obviously bigger than the cycling community. You yeah, know? I mean, this was a. Yeah. This is the international story yeah. Yeah. that happened, and it just happens to be in the community that we're a yeah. part of. Yeah. So pretty crazy. Anyway. Unfortunately, cycling, we only seem to make the news this way. <laughs> triathlon, same way. It's got to be something that's like, we always joke, the only way that triathlon ever makes the news is if somebody died during the swim. Well, that's the only way we make it. That's it. That's it's terrible. Because they're both niche it sports. It leads. It but they're it both. Leads. Yeah. yeah. Triathlon and bike racing, yeah. they're niche sports. I know. It's I just know. a tiny little portion of the population that do them. Yeah. So of course they're not going to make the news unless something but it's really just a, big happens. It's a it's a it's a dark reminder that the only thing that touches the media when it's a niche is something that is death related. It's yes. just sad. You know, because I mean they could be reporting all the time on people with disabilities that cr- conquer a big hundred sure. mile gravel race or something, but we don't like to bust about that. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna wait for the complicated murder case to come around. Right. Yeah. This has been Bummer Talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering where that goes. Like, oh, this is a new tune. <laughs> okay, let's get into our topic. All right. <clears throat> Champ out. Champ out. <laughs> All right. We are going to talk about Strava year-end statistics. Oh. Woo. Or just Strava kind of in general, too. And some Strava, yeah, some Strava stuff. Hey, Strava, pay attention. We've got, we've got some things. Jake was dropping some big numbers. What did you say was there? They're gross, roughly. This 100, 100 million subscribers now. 100, 100 million, million subscribers. Yeah, the company's been valued at $2 billion. Man. Up from like $250 million in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Oh if I goodness. read that correctly, got to go back and verify that. But that's, uh, Strava's, they've got their big boy pants on now. Yeah. They're, they're doing big things. Yeah. So are they the biggest player in endurance sports right now? I mean, when we're talking like companies mm. related to endurance sports, like is Garmin bigger? Well, oh, well Garmin only has no like one avenue that is endurance sports. That's true. Yeah. Know? So it's a and big, they have, yeah. they're a gigantic company. Garmin's yeah, way huge. bigger than it's Strava. Yeah. I love it. What I wonder, if, I wonder yeah. if their endurance sports that would be the, section I mean, for is Strava bigger. being just a endurance sports niche product, I feel like $2 mm-hmm. billion. Around. I think when you add up all of the bike computers that they're selling and all of the um, watches and all that other things that fall in those categories, they're probably going to be pretty damn close to that if not more I yeah don't know. but you know strava watches out there strava yeah. doesn't sell anything but premier memberships that's sure. it period there's no other product well, they've true, got yeah. these challenges they're not coming to people are putting their names on them and i'm sure that there's a, a financial package that comes along with that sure. so yeah yeah I don't. Anyway, uh, let's talk about some totals this year. Mm-hmm. Evan, you wanted to talk about this, so oh, yeah. what is it that you want to brag about? Yeah, Mr. this is please. Evan this Price? is this is my only thing that I'm worried. I'm, I'm just choosing <laughs> topics where I know Jake and Lance are just going to say the same answer. We're like, man, 2022 suck. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, all right, let's talk FTP specific numbers here in volume. <laughs> no, seriously, we no. had Matt would actually be the interesting one. I want to know what Matt actually was able to run this year because I know he's been crushing lately and getting his well, numbers back up tell, compared to Matt last year. Out for a run, he's wearing seven watches. And he's he, usually wearing two he watches. Triples, <laughs> he triples the numbers every single well, time. Well, <laughs> and, and he makes them private, so we don't know. Oh, he okay. privates? Yeah, because oh, he doesn't... crap about that. Well, he doesn't want to oh, double post. Oh, because he's double yeah. posting. Never mind, Matt. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but how about Still we just give him crap, but come on. I screenshotted all of the different things that they posted. And let's just kind of go through them. I haven't screenshotted anything on mine. 
we'll go through each one of them. I just how not many active days did you guys have in 2022? And, and keep in mind, we've still we've, got yeah, how many more days? Ten days ish, twelve days to go this year. There we go. So uh, to date, as of we're recording this on December 19th, how many active days have you had? And while you guys are looking that up, I did only 231 days this year, which is probably the lowest volume of active days that I've had well, in over a decade. Year, you were 365 even in 2018, right? when I was off the bike for months because I got hit by a car, my number of days riding and my total miles ridden and my total hours ridden was still higher. Last year you were you were 365, right? Yeah. That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, so, that was in the middle of the 500 day. That is yeah. correct. The 500 yeah. day ended on January 2nd of this year. You were the only one with 365 last year because I think I was 360 last year. Really? Yeah. 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 So yeah, what the, what percentage does I love how Strava total days active? They have a most active out of a hundred percent of the people on Strava in twenty twenty two. Did you guys see that's that's a new step? Well, that's the next step is like um, yeah, most active on Strava in twenty twenty two tells you what percentage you were in. Lance, did you have the number of days that you rode? Two fifty. Two fifty. So you beat me. And how many Evan? You were probably like what three fifty. Mine, I'm not sure. I I have the I'm top one percent active, but I don't know the <laughs> days. I'm, I'm, I'm getting through it. Way down from the year before, in terms from, of from two years before on number of days active because. Yeah. COVID laid me out, broken ribs yeah. laid me out, and then I went Traveling. to, I went to yeah. Europe for a month. So yeah. I was in the top 3% <laughs> in the Europe month. Well, yeah, but the, the, the thing is, in my book is, you were still riding one of those, but you didn't post all those rides, right? Oh, no, I posted every single oh, you one did. of them. Never mind then, okay. <laughs> but they were like four-mile rides. Still counts. <laughs> or like a three-mile walk that took like nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to get removed. That's right, that's so. too far. I'm not removing that. I don't, I don't strava my walks with Pac-Man. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in the top 3% for um, active users in 2022, which makes me scratch my head that maybe just people aren't using as much as they should be. Or, I, 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 I think know. there's a lot of people probably, well, a lot of people probably that's bought a bike and then decide not to ride that bike <laughs> that whole year. But yeah. All right. Uh, the next little slide that I'm seeing here is going to be your fastest activities. What was your fastest average speed for a ride? Now, you're going to be wanting to talk Ooh. about all this swimming and running crap, but let's just keep this to bikes for now. Uh, yeah, mine was the Hammer Crit Same. in July, and it was mine was twenty six point three miles an hour average. Mine was the Hammer Crit as well. Mine was twenty six point six. Oh, yeah, because yeah. we were in the same race. That's right. <laughs> mine was the. I was just further back at the finish. <laughs> there you go. Mine was the Mike Myers time trial. Oh yeah, you're twenty seven mid. Yeah, sweet. Excellent. That's yeah. moving. Um, and it did have on here. Well, I had I think four different activities logged. I did. Um, Riding, obviously. Yeah. Hiking, kayaking, and there was something else in the world that I did that I logged. Maybe it was a, a walk or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, did you guys have any hiking paces on there? You probably <laughs> did. And Evan's gonna have a running pace on there, I'm sure. Does it give you like I think, swim paces too? Uh so my swims I manually upload because I do not swim with a watch. Okay. I hate swimming the watch. So I know what my PRs this year in the pool were, but no. So let's just stick to the Strava then. What was your does it give you an average pace, running pace? Your fastest Yeah, average? so my fastest run of the year was the Columbia River try where I ran the five K off the bike in like a sixteen ten five K, which is five sixteen pace. Oh. Per mile. What was your fastest hike? My ever? fastest was uh, 544, five minutes Whoa. 44 per mile. 
So obviously when was a uh, GPS uh, yeah. anomaly because I never did that. <laughs> During, did you forget to change when you're riding that little single speed <laughs> like foldable bike or something? It was in April. I did a morning walk at five minute pace. Oh geez. Yeah, because yeah. I rip. Mine was 16, <laughs> I rip. 16 minutes and change on a hike that I did. Um Lake, yeah, it was uh, it was while I was camping. So. Actually, sixteen minute pace while you're hiking is hauling. That's I've never hiked that fast. I'm a slow <laughs> hiker. <That's laughs> and then your longest activity. What was your longest activity? Mine was the uh, right around Clark County. I did 112 miles in okay. July. Yeah, I didn't do that. Was broken or gone or something? And you were you were <laughs> at did. the you were at the Vancouver Courthouse crit. That's what it was. That's yeah. right. Um how about you, Evan? Evan, what was your longest? I did not do a century on the bike this last year, which is crazy because what was your longest bike ride? 96 miles. Yeah. It was on mean? Zwift. That's disgusting. That yeah. So in, I don't even in, remember in that reality, how many April. hours was that then? Like two and a half hours? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> no, my my Zwift like rides generally were like around I think it was usually around like 18 or 19 mile an hour averages. My f- longest activity was just under 92 miles, and it was probably one of the most fun rides I did the entire year. And that was when we did the Borrego Springs chasing the dragon yes. ride. And that descent down Montezuma's is still going to be like in my top 10 all-time favorite <laughs> sections of a ride. That was fun. We hammered the so absolute... Hard. Heck out of that. That was so much fun. <laughs> Me and Jake were, were swapping pulls on the downhill going 45 miles this, an hour. Was this training camp? It was a yeah, training in February. Camp. Yeah. Yeah. It was a it's a 10 mile and change descent. Yeah. My normalized power going downhill, Evan, was like 340 watts. Oh, Jesus. For 10 I, miles. I didn't have the gearing to, to even pretend to hang <laughs> we, on to that. We were catching and passing cars. Oh, that's fun. That's <laughs> yeah. a lot of fun. Is it a winding descent or was yes. it pretty straight? Yeah, that's Well, fun. it's just big sweepers, you know, yeah. so you can still go flying through yeah, them. But, the you know, in the moment, you're like, just perma smile, grin from ear to ear, and you just, nothing, you're like in, in nirvana right there. Yeah. And then going back and thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, I was hitting like 50, 55 miles an hour. What happens if my tire blows up when you I'm going die. around that court? Yeah. You're done. <laughs> and there's a car right in front flying of you. Over. Yeah, your car. But yeah, and uh, Mike Guyven was in that mix with us as well towards the end. I, we ended up dropping the entire group pretty handily. We did. And at the bottom, yeah, we were just, just flying. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. It was, yeah. And was uh, for the record, I, I beat Mike Guyven. Sprint to the there finish. You yes, you did. <laughs> Hold that one forever. I, I, I believe I led you both out and let you battle it out. Something like that, yeah. <clears throat> so that was a good one. All right, moving on to the next slide. Oh, this is kind of funny. Um, billions and billions of kudos. I would love to know Strava's actual number of like kudos given. It, I'm, I'm like, I, I saw it somewhere, and I, I can't it's remember. It's like 100 billion. It's, it's billions. I don't yeah. remember how many it was, but it's a, a huge number. So it, it tells crazy. you how many kudos you were given for the year. I'm guessing that Lance is probably going to be close to 30. 30 I bet 000. I bet Lance is more than mine. I bet 29,550. Oh, I, I was close. Almost 30,000. I thought for sure you were going to beat me what on this. Yours? I'm 35881. Oh, fantastic. That's just because I have a but like I have three sports I'm like adding activities into so it's just per Activity. I bet your rate's better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at a paltry 18,000 in That's change. So. Now, this is jokingly enough on the one of the Instagram pages I follow on your left, which is like a big, just like hilarious thing in triathlon. That's the guy who runs it, just pure sarcasm. It's great. But he has he has said that the, the most elite stat in Strava is what is your ratio given to received? Oh. And there's guys out there 
one is, I won't say his name, but he's less than a hundred he's given and he's like over a hundred thousand received. Oh, wow. And we were joking that like a guy like, like Wout Van Art, since he actually posts on Strava, probably is like two given to like a million received. Right. I'm <laughs> sure. So what is your given I would to love received? Well, and on that note, like I just don't have time anymore to be scrolling through Strava and, and saying kudos, kudos, kudos. And in general, I, it's like I, I make I, the time. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a scheduled part I of my day. I stalk everybody. <laughs> I'm with Lance. This is I, in my, I do it all the time. I though. will stalk people yeah. I'm racing on what they were doing that week. <laughs> I, I try to. And, and it's already bad enough that like I've got people upset at me because I'm not returning phone calls and emails and text right. messages. And I like, will miss all my I'm, emails for this. <laughs> like if I owe you like, a text message, but I've, I've given you four kudos. It's like, all right, you're on your phone. Why can't you get back to me? But it, and, and I don't want it to be seen that yes. way. But it's, I just don't have the freaking that makes time. Funny, so. funny you mentioned that. I have people I coach that will text me something, and yeah. I'll still kudo their Strava, and then like four hours later respond to their text. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah. sorry, this is Strava time. I'm not going to answer text. But that, that is a stat, though, that they give you. They tell you like how many you gave and how many you received. I gave 10,000. I received 29,000. You're too so, nice. Yeah. 2,983 oh, wow. to 35881. Yeah. That's, that's an elite I'm an a-hole. <laughs> is what that is. So, yeah. <laughs> How big of a jerk are you? Jake's probably in the same boat. I gave, well, I received 18,000 and change and only, I gave 5,000 I'm a one to 11 ratio. When I do a ride, I'll, it'll, it'll upload and I'll go in there and change the little things real quick and then it'll post. And then I'll usually just try and see who rode around the same time, not like at the, like on the same ride, but like, yeah. you know, if I saw like three or four people, kudo, 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 and then I'm like, all right, I got to get going on some other stuff. Do you know the trick with the app on the phone? I've heard this, Where but you can I don't shake know how to it do with it. all the people that you yeah. want to ride with. Yeah, that that's fine. But, when I'm doing a ride, I generally like to go look at everybody's profile because I want to yes. see what they yeah. said. I want to see the pictures that they yes. took. I want to even sometimes like, oh, that person rode really strong today. I'm going to go dig into their analytics. What yes. kind of power numbers were they putting? What so, were they putting out for this <laughs> segment when yeah. I was hanging on their wheel? Yes. Yeah. You know, and or if who I, was this guy that I randomly rode with? Mm-hmm. I want to find him on Strava. Yeah. 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 So that is a great feature, though. And for those of you that don't know, you can just pull up the, the kudo thing or your thing and you shake your phone. So you, you, you click go, on the athletes you rode with, yeah, they, mm-hmm. and it, it will exactly. list everybody. And if and you shake, shake your phone, yep. it'll say kudo everybody, kudo, kudo everybody, everybody or, or, or people I follow. Yeah. So yep. it's a pretty cool feature. How many KOMs you grabbed this year, Jake? This was probably one of my most lackluster years, only 27. Oh, I'm sure you both crushed me. Lance, what did you hit? 72. <laughs> Five. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure I was just taking my own KOMs because anybody who tracks my Strava knows I do the same stuff over well, and over and over again. It's probably because I'm taking KOMs where only like eight people have ridden them Doesn't ever. matter. It's, it's, all, it's, all about, it's all about being smart. <laughs> what about local? I guarantee so on, the, I dominated the, the local legends. Stupidest stat on all of Strava. Local is legends. What local I, legends. Is what I am awesome at. Okay. What what would you get? I have 30. Yes. 18. 55. <laughs> that means I you joke, ride the same freaking so, places so all the, the time. So the page, I, so the page, I, I, I joked, they, they replaced local legends with least creativity award. And that <laughs> was, like, exactly. <laughs> Personal records. Uh, I was 505. Oh, that's 430. I thought I was going to win that one, too. Oh, what would you? 312. 312, nice. Yeah. All right. Total elevation. What is your total elevation? Oh, I kind of avoid this. My Zwift one doesn't shouldn't even count on this. My Everesting year, though, I will say is I will never touch what I did feet wise that year just because of the riding. That year it was like in the eight hundreds. Yeah, yeah. This year four thirty four. Yeah, I think not, my, not my personal record is like eight fifty or yeah. That's like a lot of climbing. Done that a couple times. That's a lot. 
Mine was 358,000. What was your seven? Uh, 434. 275. There you go. We did a lot of, all of us did a lot of virtual writing this year. Yeah. Yeah. What month though, that did you have the, the yeah, most that's, that's the interesting one. July for me, 47,000 feet. Lance? I'm guessing it was probably training camp right month. Mine was March. March. Yeah. Yep. What was there yours you in March? 50,000 feet. Uh, 40, that's a lot. 45,500. Yeah. God, that was probably all done in what, 10 days mostly? Well, I rode every day leading up to camp. Well, camp was at the beginning of March, and then I kept riding after that trying to get yeah. fit. So that's probably why it was so big. Hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, total miles. This one is where I just beat my head against the wall. Same. This is terrible. <laughs> what do we hit, boys? I'll go last on this one. I was 7,708 so oh, far. Oh, God, I get to make fun of you on this. Hold 5, on. 5,936. Yeah. 13,528. 13,528. <laughs> wow. That's almost. Almost. Not quite. Not quite. We need a, a little Strava algorithm built into this to like normalize that though for we, a lot of folks. We, we decided for us that it was for indoor. Remember we said if you were, it was like a, like a, a 20%. A two, a two mile an hour drop typically yeah. is like what I was finding at similar power outside on like a similar indoor route. Yeah. So I calculate out for the year for me, that was like 800 less miles ridden. Okay. So at that, you could say I was in the 12s. Yeah. So, but I, but also year, actually during the summer, I did almost all my riding outside during yeah. the summer. If you've so never tried to ride over 10,000 miles in a year, that is hard. Yeah. You have to it's make a lot. a lot of time to get it's that done. This, I mean, is the, this is the first year in the last five years that I've ridden under 10,000 really? miles. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I am in my... 12th year of over 10,000 yeah. miles ridden. I, yeah. I rode 2019. I rode over 14,000 miles over. I think, I think I remember that year cause we compared and I was, I was just, by, I remember cause I was like chasing you that year. And I yeah. think I ended up like a couple hundred miles behind you. Yeah. What was your biggest month? Mine was January, which makes January. Yeah. So obviously a whole bunch of trainer miles. Weren't yeah. you in Hawaii or something? And I go to Hawaii for okay. a week in January, gotcha. but I don't do a ton of miles there because really? everything's on a friggin' hill. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, you're either going up or down. You're going <laughs> you're up either or towards down. the volcano or away from the volcano. My biggest month was only 718 miles, and that was in March as well. Nice. That was August 1463. That's a good month. That was yeah. That was a big build month. Pictures. <laughs> I don't know. That just gives Wait, you your top pictures. It doesn't one. really. You guys say. have awesome pictures. I have nothing. <laughs> I have absolute crap pictures. What here. was your favorite picture that it gave you, Lance? Um, it looks like it was a gravel race. Uh-huh. It was a gravel race in April. Um, okay. Where I, I said I only raced for the descents. It must have been um, the Gorge Gravel Grinder. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it was the Gorge Gravel Grinder. Yeah. That was uh, a picture of me and Sean on our four-year crash anniversary. We go to the oh, same nice. spot, yeah. take a picture there, and then another picture of me on the podium, the hammer grit. Nice. That was kind of fun. Nice. All right, your 2022 totals. Uh, we already kind of went through all of this stuff, but it kind of, on the last thing, tells you like how much up or down you were from last year. Mm-hmm. How many active days are you down, Lance? From- I was down 53 days okay. from last year. Evan? I was down 10 active days from last year, but that's also with, we'll assume I'll be active all the way through yeah. to the end. So it'll be about six days less than last year. Gotcha. Right now it has me down 134 oh my days gosh. from last year. Cool. Well, I mean, that's just like minus from the men, however many days in a year for yeah. yours. Is what, <laughs> and then, if you want to do the math on how many days you were active, yeah. that's an easy one. Uh, the elevation though, it actually has me up, which I, I yeah, find so a mine. little bit of a head scratcher. I'm up by 5,000 and change from last year. I was uh, a, I was one hundred and five thousand feet down 
from last year. Okay. I, I was 10,000 up. Oh, that makes sense because the Everseen was 2020, not 2021. I was yeah. about to say, I was like, that makes no sense. This is some but, riveting yeah. talk here for all the yeah. people that are no. listening. I know, right? We don't want yeah. to hear these guys yeah. boast or cry about their numbers, but this will be the last one. Distance, up or down? Obviously, you were down. I was bit. down 2,000 miles. Okay. How about you? I was up, and I know why. It's because I swam a lot more this year. Yeah. Well, yeah. for your distance, and that's does it include the, the Running and swimming. Gotcha. Yeah. Tell you what, swimming uh, distance is way slower. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down almost 3,200 miles. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, did yeah. anybody calculate their hours for the year? This is what me and Josh care that's about the, and com- are competitive over. Really? One of the only true statistics. I think it's. I think it's attention. the most comparable across all things. I and, don't, and in triathlon, the hours per week is the one that at least I know as pros will just sit there and talk back and forth at. Yeah, I got to go back and look in the actual app here, and I'll do that real quick. Um, Lance, do you happen to have that up I for do. you? I do. I did five hundred hours this year. That's actually pretty solid. I mean, a five hundred hour year is not bad. You probably were close to what eight hundred in the past on your big years. I would uh, guess your your biggest year was probably eight hundred. Let's stage. see, my biggest year I was. 666 <laughs> hours. <laughs> what? Wait, seriously, that, that's your biggest? 2019, I had 666 hours. <laughs> yes, Lance, yes. <laughs> oh, wait. That was a dark year. Wait, <laughs> 2020, I did 820. Yeah, okay, okay. So that makes more sense because I was going to say, yeah, 800 had to be close. Yeah, where you were that was the biggest Okay, one. there you go. Oh, my gosh. I don't even want to look at this. This is so pathetic. I usually shoot for 520. It's my, that's my yep, gold standard. 10 hours a week. Ballpark 10K. 10, yeah. 10 hours, mm-hmm. you know, just done. I'm at 330 hours for the year. It's okay. You got something so, to improve on. Well, it's been yeah, rough there one. you go. Just been, you know, it's, been a, it's been a year. Yeah. But you know what? Like Lance said earlier, he's he had a, a happy racing year. I, I, I had a pretty – I mean, I, yes, I'm dealing with an injury right now, and that's the biggest culprit behind me, like, basically falling off the planet starting in – I'm sorry, uh, September. But I had a happy year. I mean, the lab has been fun. We had a lot yeah. of great rides. We got to do cool stuff. And because I've been riding less, I've been doing more stuff with the family, and I've been trying to, like, work on some other little projects and – and I'm a dork, and I love landscaping and working on my my house and all that stuff. So I got to do a lot of that. So I mean, yeah, I can see good things. I can cry about my cycling numbers, but there was balance in my life, and it's probably like not for nothing, like one of the more balanced years that I've had in eight, ten, twelve years, yeah. and that's good. And that's good. Yeah, that's fine. So, but mm-hmm. I, it still pisses me off because my <laughs> leg is bugging the crap out of me, and I do want to get back to riding. And I, I and this is just motivation to kind of spur you along to do good things next year. <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily need to be like super like tip top shape and pointy and fast and all that stuff, but maybe I do need to be because you know what? Next year I get to race with you in cyclocross. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's the thing is now I go on a ride and, and we hit a hill and I'm like, I used to be able to ride with those guys because <laughs> they all I just can... drift away from me. And I'm like, oh, well. Be, be, being the one here who attaches all of their happiness to Strava totals, I can promise you actually going up the hill is kind of worth it sometimes. It really is. I probably, it's a wonderful feeling. But <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about Strava in general. They're... They've, they've been making good strides. They've been doing good stuff. There's I don't have too many gripes about Strava, but there are definitely some things that I would like to see, and I've run across a few other posts and, and articles that talk about people and the things that they want to see from Strava. So Strava, if you got your ears on, pay attention. Do you guys have anything off the top of your head that you would love to see change? Yes, I do. Go. I have one big one. What's that? I wish there was a flag your ride button on the oh, app. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I agree. Flag your ride or flag somebody else's ride? Flag somebody else's ride on the app. Yeah, that would be nice. Just as a general, I wish most of the things that you had to get on your computer to, you could also do on the app. Just as like a general rule, I wish that more Playing devil's advocate, though, do you think that that would be abused? Yes, it absolutely would. As soon as somebody, if you lose a KOM KOM to somebody and without them even looking, they could flag your ride. Yeah. And then if you get a notification that you're flagged, you can go in and say, no, this was legit, or mm-hmm. yes, I was an a-hole. It would be fantastic if there they was They should some have sort an of online a- FaceTime argument <laughs> option, and there should be a Strava judge that has to sit there and be like, nope, you're out, or yeah. There should be some sort of That'd an algorithm that's built into there, though, that can use data. Like, like it should be very difficult for somebody to flag a ride if there's a heart rate monitor, if there's a power meter, and all of these things kind of like... Or right. taken into consideration. It's like, all right, well, that stuff is all there. And that's how you're going to go back to them and say, yeah, that was actually me. There's my heart rate. There's yes. my power. There's all my things. And they're going to say, okay, you're never going to get flagged on this ride again. Yep. And you're good. But they should be able to automatically do that. And in the same breath, like if some jackals out there driving or on a motorcycle or on an e-bike or whatnot, and they're, they're going up at a hill that would be like a thousand watts for five minutes, that's just not, it's right. not humanly possible. That should get automatically flagged. They should have stuff that's not humanly it be, possible. It automatically just should be flagged. immediately removed. Yes. And, and at that point, it should almost be like, look, unless you have a check mark next to your Stravata, like, no, you're, you're out of here. Yeah. I mean, I, even if you do have a check mark next to your Stravata yeah. and you're verified, sure while, stuff, you're still going to make a mistake from time to time. Yeah. Yes. And I've done that. And you go back and you edit it, you crop it down, and you move on. I have forgotten to turn off my computer. Yep. It, it's mm-hmm. usually when I've had an incident. Yep. It's not <laughs> like I, I finished a ride and you yeah. stopped the computer. It's like, I crashed and I got loaded into the van yeah. and you know we're halfway the to the hospital and I'm like oh the computer's still on yeah Dang it. yeah yeah and it'd be nice to have a function on there too where you can excuse yourself from something where you're like yeah I got that and I probably shouldn't have the KOM on that well you can make that ride private but that makes the like. It makes that the whole yes. ride. But let's private. say that during that ride, you had like three or four strong efforts that you want to remain on there. You should be able to go and excuse yourself from just a single segment. That I don't see great. how that would be very difficult. They do. should have they should have like hundred meter rules where it's like, oh, sorry, the wind was too much on this one. It's like excused from like like the extraneous winds where it's like wild either direction. Well, well, wind wind is part of the game. I know. Strava. Yeah, but I know but that. I, but I know that what you're saying. Point on like, you, I know. <laughs> well, no, what I'm saying is like, you know, like with with Jake, say we're on a 80 mile ride, mm-hmm. but we jumped on a truck for two segments, yeah. not, yeah. not on the truck, but we drafted right a truck it. Yeah, and you could just grab say, all the just, descent KOMs right, on that just segment. Take, yeah. I just take me well, out of these two segments. There's sometimes yeah. too, where like, if I'm riding with Lance, let's say that I'm just not feeling it. Lance is full of all kinds of piss and vinegar and he's out there just dropping the hammer and I'm sitting on his wheel and for whatever <laughs> reason, no, him. and this, this happens all the time. This and it's happened happen. to me probably a dozen times. Like I did no work. My, my workload was 40, 50% less than Lance. Cause we're whatever. And then we finish and it gives me the KOM by like one second. I did yeah. zero work. And in that c- scenario, which happened, happens pretty often Lance mm-hmm. should get the full credit for that and yep. I'll make him pay me like 20 bucks to go in there and push the button and say there all right Lance there's your KOM <laughs> right so right. that's just my two cents on that one that's funny but that's mostly because we care about KOMs I know, I know yeah <laughs> for, for a lot of people wouldn't yeah, yeah. no well if you don't that's fine to each his own but you know what there are a lot of people who do care about that yep. or you know 
there are some people that just don't have very many of them. And if it's ill-gotten that somebody yes. took it from them, like that, they deserve <laughs> to get that. Yes. Or, or what if like a pro Peloton goes through your town? Yeah, none of those are ever getting touched again. No, they're there, not should getting touched. Be, there should be a where they're like, sorry, that was your worst. That's <laughs> part of the deal. The, the, the funny thing is I do remember some of the Bend KOMs game. around like the, oh, the yeah. Bachelor Loop. Yeah. Oh my God, you look at some of those and it was the yeah. years when they were soaring. Cascade, yeah. Oh the, my God, they're the soaring. Cascade Cycling school. Classic, yeah. yeah. So. Which I think, I think makes it great, actually. It's cool or, to look at or those. Or even like I'm in Belgium and I write up oh, this sure little those cobble insane. climb and I'm yeah. like, oh dude, I kind of You're 5,000th. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was 30,000th. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there was 30,000 people went back. They're like, oh, that was part of Tour of Flanders for 100 years. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) like, oh, never mind. Since the beginning of Strava. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, 30,000 probably that time. You're like, yeah, pretty good. (laughs) I think I'll take that. All right, Evan, do you have any grabs on Strava or things that you would like to see changed? Those were actually the ones for me. Yeah. Here's a a list of things that people have brought up. Um, They want to see dark mode. Do you want dark mode on Strava? I could care less. Couldn't care less? Okay. Don't care. Yeah. You mean so like it's nighttime, you yep. want all your screens to be darker, not this Some big people bright just white. Like yeah, dark I don't care about that. I don't care. That, is, that was at the top of a list of That's things. That's funny. That are, really? I'm sure I, most I of these things I probably haven't even thought of. I couldn't yeah. care less about that one either. Yeah. It, sure, it's a nice feature. Sometimes I do turn that on. Like we use Slack. I Slack dark mode. perpetually is on dark mode for me, and I just like it that way. Yeah. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, the next one, and this one I think they should have in there. The ability to direct message people. Oh yes, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely, oh, yeah, that's a really good one. That. That's a cool one. Yeah, you know, and so especially that, like like coaches, or if I want to send you a message, or just to be able to get in touch with people, or maybe you're not connected with anybody anywhere else, and just like you want to. I bet that'll pop up soon. I it, bet that's one they're going to listen. This to. happened to me once on a ride yeah. where I wish it would have been direct message because um, I was coming down McGillivray once. My daughter had had a medical emergency, and oh, I was no. flying. On my bike to get home. Yeah. She, it was not bad. It was a panic attack. She was sure. having a panic attack, but I needed to get home to her. Yeah. And um, I blew through a stop sign kind of aggressively because I could see that it was clear and safe for me to do so. But I blew through it at the same time as another guy was stopping. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember his, yeah. his story. Yep. And, then, and then later that day, somebody told me, hey, somebody is trashing you on Strava. Because he, I didn't know who it was. He didn't know who I was, but he said, whoever the asshat was in the dialed kit who blew through the stop sign on McGillivray, and he, he made a couple comments on the ride, and there were several comments First on, off, McGillivray as a road of blowing through okay, those stop signs. Like, come on. I'm, I'm completely on your side on this, I, but yeah. I know, but still, I, still, I blew yeah. the stop sign. Yeah. There was no question about <laughs> that it. That could have been me, too. <laughs> and so, you know, but, and I just went on his Strava, and just said, hey, I'm sorry if this kind of, you know, hurt your sensibilities here, but my daughter was having a medical emergency and I needed to get home to her quickly. And he immediately Took apologized. Yeah. He just immediately apologized. Says, hey, no worries. But I didn't want to call him out on his own ride. I would have rather have private messages. Yeah, of course. Say, yeah. Just so of you course. know, this is what yeah. the deal was. Yeah. But I bet that'll be something that pops up this next yeah. year. Yeah. I bet. That would be a nice feature. Um the commute debate. So there's a lot of people that get cranky <laughs> when you post up commutes to and from work. I don't understand this debate. I've heard I, this debate too. It's I like, don't care about really? that. And there's people in the same breath that get cranky about seeing virtual rides. They don't want to see all that stuff. So yeah. I don't. What would be nice though oh, is I, 
I could not care less. But if they gave us the ability to customize our feed a little bit more, so if have it say, like, tick this box if you want to automatically have all virtual rides from your friends not show up in your feed. Same thing with commutes. So you can just condense it down to, like, hey, I want to see the nuts and bolts of, like, the good rides that people are putting in out there. That would be a nice feature to see, I think. I, I don't personally need it, but it's going to make some people happy. It's interesting. Some people are great cyclists who live in areas where they can't ride on roads very frequently. Yeah. Whenever we have the talk about like, <laughs> oh, elitism and cycling, I've always had this, that wherever it's people that love to talk down people that do a lot of indoor cycling or primarily commute for yeah. riding. Yeah. So I was like, feel very blessed you live in an area where it's very safe to be on the roads yeah. all the time. My friends live in big cities and areas like that where it's like, would not be safe at all to do your training rides yeah. outside. Like an eight by 12 minute workout, yeah. unless, you but, unless you are blessed live in a gorgeous part of the country yeah. where the roads are really I smooth and out there. totally get what you're saying but in the same breath you're telling people like no you have to see that information you need to see the fact that that's Joe I mean, if you could just turn care. it off but that's if they, great if they yeah. just made that an option then it's not even a thing anymore yeah. like hey you don't like it just turn it off yeah. you know it's just like you should be able to pick and choose like if you want to be a part of a platform you should have some autonomy to maybe you know customize it a little bit more and that'd be yeah. fa fantastic yeah. so yeah. yeah that's just my my two cents there are people who are saying that there need to be even more activities. Any any guess on how many activities you can okay. choose from on Strava these days? I want to say there's probably a hundred twenty. How many did you say? Hundred? No, forty-one different activities. Forty-one activities. Yeah. So I what else do we need on there? I don't know. Pickleball <laughs> or something or something? Yeah. Oh God, please no! <laughs> oh, actually, I just looked. Is it for those who haven't heard pickleball, pickleball. God no! Yeah. Oh my God, is it no. on there? It's not on there. No, it's not. No, and people want it on there. So my personal favorite thing is when I have patients talk to me about how awesome they think pickleball is. That's so my he, here's <laughs> personal here, pet peeve. You better, you better watch. That's what a wonderful you're saying, sport. Evan. I know it's, okay. it's a wonderful sport, it's and taking, I think that it's rolling through the country. You better be careful what you say. I know. Okay, it is a wonderful sport and if it is your chosen activity good for you and i there can you, you should continue doing stop it stop talking <laughs> there are a couple <laughs> there's a pretty good little list if here. water aerobics is on there i'm i'm actually leaving right now please don't tell me water aerobics is on there <laughs> hold on here's a list for you of the most um commonly or frequently asked for sports to be added the first one hot air ballooning <laughs> what? no joke hot Wait, air ballooning so you can like you can you, track your GPS like route Jesus on the hot air balloon. No, no, I could see. I could how see why is you that want exercise, that. Though? It's not how exercise. The, it's how just tracking. The, it's <laughs> just tracking. Jake, if you say that too loudly, Seriously. you're going to get somebody describing to you that you're at altitude and that it's <laughs> go ice cream sandwich yourself. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's the first one. Let me run through the rest of these. This one kind of makes sense. Scuba diving. Kind of, sure. yeah, kind of. Sure. You're not yeah. really working Whatever. too hard, but uh, <laughs> oh, look at it. he was in the water, but yeah, it's I not, guess not terribly difficult than fins. swimming in triathlon. But anybody could. No, oh, God, no, trust me. Yeah, there's okay. anybody can scuba dive. <laughs> Badminton. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> Table tennis. Oh my God. How would that look on Strava? <laughs> Table tennis. Well, like is basketball and football on on I Strava? Oh my God. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, like sure, sure. There, I would much rather have those on there. Definitely efforts. I don't know. Ice hockey. Sure. Yeah, that's weird. Aqua jogging, my god! <laughs> oh my god! No, and and no. the personal favorite pickleball. Yes, aqua jogging. Really, really yeah. is that? My wife is neck deep in pickleball, so she is. She's gonna hate me. Yeah, full. Yes, yeah, pickleball's is. not. No, no. Okay, if, if yeah, I'm no, she's gonna hate you more than. If she I'm does. ranking, <laughs> if I'm ranking my activities, pickleball is eons ahead of water jogging. Yeah, Brandy, that, that is eons true. ahead. Yes. There, I'd be a terrible around. pickleballer. Pickleballer is a difficult activity. Yeah. All right. This one, this one I could go 
a couple different ways. This is a huge like chest pounder of uh, of a thing that people want to see added to Strava. Yeah. So you'll go to somebody's profile. You can see how many miles they've ridden this year. You can see how many hours they've done elevation and all that other things. What people want to see like front and center, right on your Strava profile, is a KOM counter. Oh. How many KOMs <laughs> do you have? No. Come on. Really? Yeah. But I mean, if that was there, I mean. Might that change the pair? Because I, I, I couldn't even tell you. Like I used to know maybe six or seven years ago, I could tell you like roughly how many KOMs I had, plus or minus ten. And and now I like I could I could have three hundred, or I could have three thousand, or I could have fifty. I don't know. I, I just I have no idea. I, I know, I know I that I've lost a few, and I know that I've gained a few. But I know that people are constantly making them. But I'm curious, like how would that change my personal behaviors if I were to see on my profile that I have more KOMs? Honestly. One of the big things that got me riding bikes a lot more to begin with was Strava. And yeah. in the beginning, it was like, all right, I, I wasn't even thinking about getting into back into racing and all that stuff. It was more of like, I just need to be fit and active. And this app seems to be pretty cool. And all of a sudden, I started to, the, the competitive juices in me started to come out. And like, all right, there's some like really coveted segments where everybody was chasing. Like, it was mostly just you and a few of your friends because there wasn't a ton of people using Strava because I was on like really close to the beginning of it. And we would go out there and we beat each other up, and that kept me like getting faster and getting yeah. faster. And then I started to structure my week so that I could have that one day where I could go out there and get after said segment. And that changed who I was, and that really was a big stepping stone for me to like, all right, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go start doing more of this bike racing stuff, and I'm gonna fully get into it. And I, I, I really hang my hat on Strava being like the big catalyst. Like I've always loved bikes, but that was the thing, that was the tipping point that pushed me over. So if that was on there. And I have X, and all of a sudden that starts to tick down. Maybe I need to change my habits again. Maybe I need to train a little harder. Would it be motivating? It would be. It would be, 100%. I so, just think it would have a bad effect where I think that people would start to, like, make weird KOMs okay, and, so, like, start, you know, I think it would just, it, people wouldn't want to hit the big ones. That's like why we need to have, like, regional tribunals that can prove and, and <laughs> say, actually, yes, that yeah. is a legitimate KOM. Once again, going into my judge thing where you can have FaceTime argument on if it was yeah. a legit Lance, KOM. if you want to have this KOM around your backyard, you need to open up but your the gates gavel. and let the world come <laughs> right. through there. You my need to have extra Okay, please try out for this job. <laughs> so uh, a couple years ago, I noticed that they they there was an article that outed the guy who had the most KOMs on Strava. Okay. And and they listed his yeah. name and whatnot. So I looked him up, and he had like 2,200 KOMs yeah. or something like that. So I went to a Strava page. I looked it up. I started looking at some of his KOMs, and a good portion of them were one-offs. That he made, that he went out yes. and he did? Yeah, there yes. was a so guy it was like really it was not California. Legit. That's that's what I'm saying is I think that's the direction people would go with. It. They were one offs where like he would do a 40 mile ride and he would make like a 38 mile segment that nobody had ever done gotcha. that specific way before. So of course he has the KOM. Where's he yeah. from? Southern California. I, I swear, I, I, there's I don't remember. Put him on blast, Lance. <laughs> there's a guy down there that was like I remember looking through the KOMs that I had. I'm like. Who the heck made this KOM that I had? And I just so happened to do this this configuration, and not for nothing, it was like an older guy. He was probably in his sixties, and I I would like you would really have to know exactly what you were doing on this KOM because I don't know maybe like three right. other people had ever done it, right. and, and this guy would go out and then he would take it from me, and he was making these things all of the time. Well, think <laughs> about it. If you yeah. just if you did a little bit different route from your house yeah. every single day, yeah. you would get one KOM every single right. day. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the other thing. I travel a lot, obviously, with my bikes, and quite often. If I ride in a desolate area, 
I oh, will yeah. I will make five or six segments to see who else has me written and, in me, those areas. Me and David Goodman were looking when we were driving through the middle of nowhere, Utah. I kept on refreshing my Strava and searching on each segment there while I was bored out of my mind while we were driving there, just looking for Lance. Yeah, I is, was just is Lance there's, be on there's here? like four person KOMs, five person. I was like, Lance has got to have somewhere Something. in just, this middle of nowhere. Got to be an easy way though to to weed those out. They have to be able to build an algorithm that can determine the quality of a KOM. Right. Like it's how many be, people have, have accomplished this? And, is and, this a road? <laughs> yeah, seriously, is it a road? Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of different things, that metrics that they can take into consideration. Well, because trust me, in the running world, this would get wild. Yeah. Because then, in the running if, world, if, there'd if, be like mountain runners. You can yeah. go yeah. flag segments as unsafe. So if somebody's doing yeah. something and it gets too many unsafes, maybe it loses its like categorization. So maybe they just call it quality KOMs. There needs to be a threshold, like yeah. stop lights. When I would signs. make these segments, you have to wait a day for it to populate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would usually go, back and if if like if less than five people had ever ridden it i would just delete it okay i would just delete it which is also kind of cool though when you're like man i am like one of five people in the billion people that are on actually (laughs) on strava and ridden on this beautiful perfect gravel road why was there not yeah. 500 people that have ridden down this gravel road because it is perfect. And then you realize that's because I'm like 150 miles from, from a city. Yeah. city. <laughs> so There's not a water here. stop anywhere. <laughs> so people would die if they tried to ride this. KOM counter on your profile page. Thumb up or thumb down? Thumb on down. That. Thumb down for Evan? Yeah, I would like it. <laughs> I think it's a good thing. I think that if they can somehow come up with should, a way to... Should there to, be a ranking system for it, too? In your region, you are ranked 73rd right now in the KOM <laughs> counter. You know what? At the end of the day, I don't even have a problem with a good segment that's just one yeah. person. Like, if it's... As More long people as, eventually as long go as after anybody it. can go there and do it, that's fine. Because there are going to be plenty of people that want to just have it yeah. say at least one on there. And, like, yeah. I want to be able to have that person have at least one or two KOMs. And yeah. If that's the case, then so be it. KOM for everybody. I have <laughs> I have roughly 20 pages. 20 pages? Of oh KOMs. How many does Chris Hannell have? I don't know. <laughs> but I know that I think there's roughly 20 per page, something like that. There Is should it? be like a value on some of them, though. Like, I think if you, like, if you're a tour Peloton guy and you get like well, Alp Duez's KOM, yeah. can there be like, <laughs> can there be some that's, point? There's, that's there's part some of it because people, like, if, if people are starring it, then that's a popular segment. Yeah, because if you have like 100,000 people on one segment, yeah. you get that KOM, that should somehow count for more points. Yeah, and that, that that can be worked into the Because all thing. I care about this next year, the only KOM I want is that Mike Myers play <laughs> KTT. That's it. <laughs> Hannel, Hannel has 77 pages. That's, That's what I'm ridiculous. talking about, dude. Calling out Chris <laughs> Hannel on this one. Dr. Hannel's uh, creating KOMs I out of nowhere. It. That man owns it's Portland. so huge. How oh many segments gosh. have you created, though? That's a that's a pretty good question. There's Me? A ratio yeah. between that. Oh, yeah. I've... I've created hundreds and hundreds of segments. I've created zero because I don't know how to create them. <laughs> that <laughs> that, that surprise does not me surprise me. Do so. I have the best ratio then on KOMs <laughs> to created routes? <laughs> Actually, uh, just this last weekend on the gravel ride, I created a segment yeah. because I ripped this downhill section, me and Hatfield. And when I went to look at the segments afterwards, nothing. There, there was one that was like twice as long yeah. as the as the descent was. So I made it just the descent part, and yeah, I ended up like second on it overall. You nice. Know? nice, but nice. but it, I made the segment because I'm like, well, I want to see how yeah how my stupid descending skills, which make no difference at all. Well, just leave that one up there because then other people, you know, at some point people will do that ride and you get it, you know, yes. it'll populate over time. Yeah. Well, and still, there was like 400 people who have yeah. done the segment. It'll probably get up to a thousand yeah. at some point. Yeah. But anyway. Handled did 77 pages. Any other Christmas wishes for uh, Strava before we do one last thing? 
Yeah. No. Yeah. I good. like all those That's ideas, good. but I can't think of any of my own. Yeah. Strava out. <laughs> all right. Let's jump into one last thing because I know we all got bigger and better things to go do right now. Evan, you got one last thing? <laughs> I wouldn't say bigger and better, but we do have things. Um, my one last thing. Merry Christmas, everybody. I'm going to the sunny state of California here in a couple days. Well, actually, just for Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. Actually, I'm missing any work, which is fine. But yeah. Sweet. Yep. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Enjoy your Christmas weekend. I have nothing. <laughs> uh, my one last thing is uh, Merry Christmas as well, but more importantly than that, I just wanted to say happy birthday to my wife, whose birthday is oh. two days before oh, Christmas. So we, two we days before Christmas. On the 23rd, yep. So we, we start, we, we stop all Christmas. We turn off all things Christmas, no Christmas music, all that other stuff, and we just... Becca's birthday. So. Becca's birthday. <laughs> Love it. Happy birthday, Rebecca. Happy birthday. All right, we will be back next week with another one of these, and until then, bye for now. Bye for now.